Okay, let's, let's do a little toast to our first podcast, Millennials on Strike. Millennials on Strike. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yes. I'm so nervous. Yes, let's drink to that. That's the first one. Alrighty. So, is the Great Resignation the American dream? That's the question, right? Um, Well, I don't know. I feel like most people that I know within my age range, I'm 28, they're quitting their jobs. They're realizing that, you know, they're in a dead-end job and they're trying to figure out other ways to finance their living expenses. Yes. This past year, at this point, it's been two years basically with COVID. I've learned a lot about what matters to me, what matters to my family, and what matters also to my quality of life. Okay, so I am a dental hygienist by trade, right? I went to school for it, did the whole jam, thought that that was going to give me the perfect life, work this amazing job that everyone said it was going to be, and have like a happily ever after. And literally two weeks into working so that was like 12 years ago now i knew that something was not right i could feel it in my bones like literally in your bones actually i felt it in my stomach and i just always would have like an upset stomach i can't even explain it and most people are like what the fuck are you talking about but truthfully i always knew something wasn't right but i'm like here I'm an adult, I graduated college, this must be what it's like to like have a job and be a grown-up, so I just stuck with it, until I couldn't. <laughs> oh my god. Until I couldn't anymore, and so I am proud to say that I'm like a part of the great resignation, and coming up on Halloween is my one-year anniversary of leaving my full-time job as a dental hygienist (laughs) and I survived and so many other millennials just like us are doing the same I agree I mean it's a very like crazy subject because with the whole pandemic everybody had to shut down most people it's kind of like they told us okay you're not essential the only essential workers are you know these specific workers and evolution and the workforce has changed and I feel like right now we are on a brink of a new like way of living and we are on a change and there's a lot of pushback from um, another generation or, you know, yeah. em- employers, let's just say employers and, you know, other generations and it makes it almost like as if we're crazy for feeling this way. But we know because we feel it in our bones, we feel it in our gut, we need to push forward. And And not only that, like, I feel like now more than ever, and I feel, I hate saying the word I feel because it's very subjective. Yes. But um, the internet has changed the game. Yes. It has changed the game. It's no longer, you have to work this job because there's not, there's no option. There are options and you don't have to leave your house to be, to be able to like, just try something new. Like a lot of people are doing Instagram they're an Instagram model now and just because they want to live their lives show their aesthetic selves they're making money and they are making more money than a lot of you know business owners that I know Um, 
you have that you have youtube stars you have twitch now yes. you have gamers you have podcasts like there's so many other uh ways of achieving the end goal even my my fiance he does programming like now it's to the point where he doesn't even want to work for a company yes because it's like okay you're gonna be enslaved for a specific dollar amount and it's that's it you're gonna make you're you're doing a project yeah, as a programmer here in florida because it sucks and that's it they're gonna use that platform they're gonna charge subscribers they're gonna make all this money and all you you created this freaking application and you get shit yeah at the end of the day you get pennies on what they're making off of you that's you do true you do and, you know, a lot of people, for some people, maybe even 70000 may sound like a lot, you know? But I think that's also relative to your time, right? How many, how, much, how, how many days, how many hours you're working, your knowledge that you've built over the years just because, you know, maybe it takes you X amount of time to do something. That's because you have all of those years and all of that knowledge to back it up. But that's... <laughs> that's... That's probably another subject for another day. But. Yeah, no, it's a little bit crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. A lot of people feel that, or at least the people that I've spoken to. After the C word. At, oh, fudge. <laughs> Cut. We need to just change anything. Put so after the C word happened, people have realized that life is too short. If you're going to travel, do it. If you're going to, like... Back in the days, I used to think that it was all about having the nice house. It was all about having the nice car. And now I just want my life. Like, I just want time. And, and there, nobody is ever going to give you a year back. Nobody no. is ever going to give you eight hours back. And sometimes when you're in a job that you hate, you have to follow all of these procedures. You have to do all of this. It prohibits you from even thinking, from even having original thought. And I feel like that really separates us from our humanity. Absolutely. It, I actually feel like in my 20s, I grinded. Worked hard, did everything I was supposed to do because that's what they say. But, you know, honestly, the time went. 10 years flew by. Um, and at the same time, I want to say that did the grinding actually pay off? No. <laughs> it did not because now in my 30s I'm like what actually just happened what happened I was told all of these things and now the time went by so like you're saying about the travel that's so important go see the world because staying trapped in your office because maybe they give you two weeks of vacation which doesn't exist in dental by the way does not exist um paid time off either none of that but um, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. No, but yes, yeah, so you have to live life because I mean, honestly, it's short. And sometimes we say, okay, I don't have enough money for it this year. First of all, you're working really hard to not have enough money to travel. Like, mm -hmm. what is that? In many jobs, you don't even get basic necessities. And I'm talking about a decent time to go to the restroom. You have to ask for permission yeah. to go pee or rush and you learn that in school because in school you have to raise your hands to go and pee and you get don't a do pass. that in Europe yeah and get a pass you get a pass <laughs> I used to be a hall monitor uh, for like two days 
They didn't trust me. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it kind of sucks. It, it makes us very submissive, which is fine, I guess. You know, you need order. Structure. But <laughs> it's crazy. And uh, I think I was telling you earlier that I'm going to mention the name of this company because I think it's fucked In up. Burlington. So she just works there. She, I don't know, cleans up the air. I don't really know what she does, but she's part of the floor team. Yes. And she also works as a cashier. They refuse to give anybody over 40 hours just so they don't have to pay for benefits benefits no benefits no anything so she works 39 hours most of the time it normally varies between 35 and 39 hours but now it's be there's there's a shortage of employees and it being a, sh a shortage what's happening is they're requiring their employees to now go to work six days a week so you're gonna go you're not even gonna make 40 hours right because they they, they don't want you to make 40 hours waste your gas waste your time to go oh by the way also if you don't work more than five hours a day or like six hours a day they don't have to give you like an additional <gasps> lunch an additional break or something like that how are you supposed to eat i am by the way the wages are not even enough to afford an efficiency here in florida no she doesn't even qualify for low income because her income is below the low income like bracket it's it's fucking insane. I don't understand. Can I even say fuck? It's insane. Yeah, we can say that. I feel it. Yes. Fuck. Um, <laughs> we can say that. I can say fuck, but <laughs> but it, it's it's something to think about. And I know that one thing that really got you is employers don't even allow you to talk about your salary. How yes. much are you making? Like yes. that's a secret. And I get it. You want everybody to be discreet. But if people are receiving raises because of merit because they deserve it because they've done something or they sur surpassed the metric then it's something that's understandable i think that i think i feel that Before i am yeah that people are actually not even getting raises at this point from many many people not only that i've spoken to but even just myself in the industry, we're not getting raises. Um, it, it becomes almost like taboo to even think about asking for a raise because then, like, we don't want to get shut down. You know, yeah. us as humans, we don't want to get shut down if we're asking someone for something. Who actually wants to say, hey, I think I deserve a raise. No, I know I deserve a raise. And I know that you've been making x money off of me and i've been making the same wage for the last three and a half years with no raise you know the problem is that when someone is going to ask for a raise this is how they think and this is how i used to think okay i'm gonna ask yes and if they say no fine i didn't lose anything but <sighs> this is like this is a very toxic way of thinking about it either you give me the raise or i'm out yes like that's yes. the mentality because right now they're in control yes. and there's a power shift that needs to occur because we as people are being treated as commodity you can be replaced at any time yes. we're basically saying you're not valuable you're not needed we don't give a shit about you and our bottom line is going to get us to the top no matter what so i mean it's a tricky subject but honestly it's very sad to see how people are living. Like, I haven't worked in, like, officially, like, worked for a company yes. in two years. <laughs> My savings are depleting. But still, I'm like, I'm going to hold on to 
the best that I can because I do not want to have to settle to be someone's BITC. <laughs> like, I just don't want to, I don't want that power dynamic. And it's terrible. It makes you feel like you're this big. And, yeah. you know, we're not this big. We are highly educated individuals who went to school. And, you know, honestly, some of us didn't go to school. And you don't have to. The thing exactly, is that not yes, everybody yes. has to go to school. And that doesn't mean, uh, you know, someone's up here. And, yeah, no, it doesn't either. No, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, you know, schooling, I feel like it's very important. Yes. And I feel, I feel, I feel. School is, is important mostly because it allows you to see what you don't, if you go to school with an open mind, it will allow you to see or to maneuver the, the system and see, okay, I, I started off with economics i noticed that i hate numbers then i switched over to mm. art i didn't like that either then i switched here and you start understanding what you don't like yes uh so and a lot of people need guidance because not everybody is self-taught not any not everybody can go on youtube and learn a skill like it's not or or and apply it because learning a skill is easy applying the skill that you learn is the hardest yes. part so some people do need school but other people I know, i've met are hustlers they just have this innate ability to to comprehend information and to take action and school is not even needed for everybody and school right now is so expensive it's outrageous it's i don't even want to know where my loans are but i'm pretty oh. sure i haven't made not one payment towards it <laughs> not yet that is so horrible. not one payment uh-uh <laughs> no thank you geez student loans have you know, I'm happy that we, we, we brought up student loans because for some people that, not people, millennials, us, for some millennials, we were told, you know, go to school and we get these student loans for, let's just say 50, 75, for some people 100,000 or more, depending on what school you went to. For a lot of people, that is hindering them from even getting a house and being able to buy a house. Have you seen the house market here in Florida? <laughs> Nobody can even afford a house. No. I, 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 thank God I have one because I can't afford it. I know. It's it's really sad, but it's exactly what you said. Um, do you want to touch a little bit more about just you know how wage cannot be dis discussed within the industry that you're in? Yes. So, in the dental field, I I can speak on behalf of dental assistants dental hygienist, front desk, anyone basically in a dental office. Um, it's kind of like an unwritten rule. You can't tell someone how much you make. It's looked down upon. But to be honest, it's really only benefiting the employer that we're not talking to each other and saying, hey, how much do you, have you ever got a raise? Um, Thanksgiving is coming up. Do you get paid time off? Or bonus. Do you get a bonus <laughs> for like the holidays? Uh. Um, yeah, bonus probably not going to happen, but you know, every employer is different. So I can only speak on behalf of like the offices that I've personally been in and experienced over the last decade yeah. or so. Um, but just the other day I was talking to a hygienist and, um, she was making $2 more an hour than myself. I'm currently temping, so temping means I am a 1099, I have to pay my own taxes, and um, I control what my hourly rate is, right? I can tell 
the uh, my recruiter tells the employer how much I make and we go based on that so long story short another hygienist who was older than myself approached me and just asked me what I was making so I told her and she said no girl you need to go tell him two dollars more bump you up so that we are all making the same because if not you're getting taken advantage of and my blood boiled for a second my blood did boil, and I'm pretty sure my little ears turned red and probably my cheeks. And then, you know what? That same day did you go? 100% that day. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, that conversation happened probably at 9 a.m. Oh, my God. And at what time do you normally get into the office? It varies. It can be anywhere from 7.30 a.m. Okay. If the office opens at 8, or if the office opens at 9, then I will get there at 8.30. Tell okay. prepare the day, and then leave around... 5, 5.30, 6, depending on what's going on with the last patient. But um, my goal is to get out of temping in the dental field um, permanently. That would be the goal because this is another subject, but I'm in so much pain. For anyone out there in the dental industry, you know what I'm talking about. I don't even have to explain it, but I'm in pain. And it's just something that... I don't need to be subjected to <laughs> like as as a as a human as a young individual t to be working to keep a roof over my head and food in my mouth to be in pain is not something that I feel we need I need to be subjected to and I'm subjecting myself to that to keep a roof over my head and to keep food in my belly but at what cost and have you had to like um go to a chiropractor or anything like that yes i have spent thousands of dollars at the chiropractor at pain management thank you for that pain management doctors at what else well working out and buying every product on the market Damn. foam roller neck massager five, like probably five different types of neck massagers ice packs heat packs any all of that it, I have I can open like a mini shop here in <laughs> in my back room and we can just we can all just you know work our back and our necks out but aside from that so these are costs like okay you're going to work that's fine that's one thing you're making money quote unquote you're paying taxes which I love taxes just because you know I like I'm I'm from a third world country I yes. appreciate roads I appreciate yes. opening the faucet and seeing water like nothing excites me more than knowing that there's water there 24 7 and every single time you click on like the little electrical box whatever there's light yeah. there's light like every single time so for me that's really cool um just having all of these things that you know come with the society but when it comes to working and you having to make that wage whatever fight for your wage that's number one. Oh yes we're still not done talking about that <laughs> yeah fighting for your wage and aside from that you have to your body is in so much pain that yes. you have to invest money and all of these different methods just to continue another day yes. like just to keep going yes that's crazy girl yes and i want to touch on one thing going back to the hourly wage and this goes across pretty much any one with a job right at an hourly rate or salary we can go with either yeah. either number you know no matter what salary is a little bit sadder 
<laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> See, it's, it's hard. It's How do hard. you know what's even better? Because some people that are salaried are working more than their 40 hours that, yeah, that they're... That's how they get you. Yeah. That's how they get you. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Are you ever going to work under the 40? Probably not. Oh, now I'm working 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> With a business working 24-7 in your sleep, too. Yeah. But I wanted to touch on something that I've actually been looking and thinking about over the last couple of years and seeing how actually no matter how much money I make, the rate of inflation in the economy is every year before the C word was 3%. And now it's at 5.4% wow. rate of inflation over the last 12 months. So what does that mean for working individuals? That means if you have not gotten a raise of at least 5.4% in the last 12 months, your dollar is not as strong as it was the year before. So now that means all of our food, our shelter, anything that we're spending our money on is, we, we aren't making that same dollar amount. Say you made. It's not worth the same. No, no. Unless you have Bitcoin or anything. Ooh, else. <laughs> crypto, crypto, crypto. But no, I'm with you. It's true. That's crazy. Like, and you know what? I feel, oh, well, I see that things are going up even at a, higher percentage because sometimes you go grocery shopping yes. and it's not the same there's yes. different things have different prices and it's a little scary oh and now with the whole um there's something going on with the ports in california and i'm oh, not sure if that's gonna affect us affect the pricing on things so maybe the inflation is going to be seen a little bit more profound based on that delay yes i saw something the other day and i wish i knew where i saw it and it it said that in the year 2021, the price of rice has like 10x over the last, I don't even know, year. I'm not going to claim to know a year. But the price of just like white rice has increased so much over the last, I don't know, I guess because of the C word. Um, and that's a basic like food. Necessity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, no, no, no. we all need rice. But that's just one food staple that I had um, heard about. But that's insane that's insane we we breathe because we are millennials we're gonna keep pushing forward because we have no choice that's what we have to do we don't have a choice isn't that crazy how that's the problem now a lack of choice so you know that um i was actually actually put, i don't know why i have this note um because i didn't really go into it but we okay. millennials are the largest generation like well the largest population within a generation right now yes 72 million and counting that means that if we stick together we can make real change we can we just have to we have to know that our thoughts are normal right we have to know that there's other like-minded individuals who we we have to help support each other and yes bring people you know on our journey because clocking in is not it i can promise you and you know what there's something important also about growing together like a lot of the times we we tend to want things for ourselves Uh and you know you can't go far alone in order to go far you need a team you need a whole army no there is a saying it's an african proverb i heard about it in this book from humble the poet called the things 
the things you can't see, the things I can't teach you. I, I have to, uh, I'll put the title in the description, but the African proverb is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go faster, go together. Yeah. So we're together. <laughs> we need to empower ourselves to really go far together because there's a lot of things that I learned from others and, you know, it, it, as humans, the only thing that we really have is the ability to learn you know, from each other, and if we can do that, why not? Like, not everything is about partying, not everything is about drinking, like, let's learn from each other so that we can grow together so that we can be free, because at the end of the day, we're not free if we're having to we're not. sell our, our life, because yes. we're selling our life from a period of time to another period of time, and this goes on for eternity until we die. I don't yes, know. Yes, <laughs> it's true, and it's not only from 8 to 5. Let's talk about the fact of... Driving? Yes. Getting ready? Yes. And then, then the commute home, then you have to, like, wind down and say you have kids to take care of. You're already drained. Say, like. what if you want to work out and stay healthy? Like, how do you have... How are you supposed to... Let me, let me tell you guys something. My first job, I, my, the hours were um, 8 to 6, okay? And it was in... What the my, heck is that? My for Your first job out of college. My hours were 8 to 6 in Aventura, which Miami. And so I... Powerful traffic. Yes. So I had to at least... It was at least an hour in commute each way. So... That would mean I have to leave my house at 7 a.m. in the morning, and I would arrive home at 7 p.m. That is a that is 12 hours that I am not home. Plus, I have to sleep. You know, so how many hours would we sleep? Um, I was coming home exhausted. I couldn't even cook dinner because I had to roll on my foam roller, cry on the couch in pain, take my 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. And hope that it would, yeah, take a hot shower and hope that my back would be healed enough by the morning when I had to go and do it all over again. I was highly upset. But, you know, my first job, you hustle. I thought this is what it is. You know, yeah. you work 8 to 6 commuting. And it became, it, it got to a point where I had to literally just up and quit because I couldn't handle it anymore. No I've never way. told you this story. Yes, I had to up and quit um, because my back couldn't handle it, and I I couldn't move anymore. And I was like, "This is not normal. This cannot be normal for a 23, 24 year old to be in this much pain and discomfort and crying <laughs> for a job to keep a roof over my head." So I had to. I had savings. Like I was okay. But I had to quit, and I didn't work for, like, three or four months at that point. And I went to the chiropractor, I want to say it was three times a week, to repair my back. Um, and, yeah, it's just crazy how that's where my job, uh, what would you say, my job situation started to where we are now. It's just mind-blowing. That is crazy. They say that the American dream, I have it written down here, as per, I think it's Webster Dictionary, yeah. it's known as the, ide the ideal by which equality of opportunity is available to any American, which allows for the highest aspirations and goals to be achieved. And, you know, it, in order to really even see the sense within the American dream, I think that a regular job doesn't get you there. No. It, 
eventually like okay if you have a job it's potentially like getting ce getting to the ceo level where you know you have a voice mm-hmm. or getting enough money to open up your own thing now i the great resignation i feel like it has become the american dream because it's giving people the opportunity to understand themselves to figure out what it is that they want to do to pursue what it is that is making them happy and you know what sometimes you're not going to know what that is right away you may try something that you think you like you may notice that you don't like it yes. you might find something else but the the goal is to never give up on yourself to always try to see what's going to fulfill you as a human being and um fulfill try to actually you know try to attain the american dream i i really like that you said attain the american dream because i think that that also could look different to different people but the big thing that i have been like using over the last two years with the c word is just listening to intuition and my gut like if something doesn't feel right i'm not having it I'm backing off. I don't want to do it. Has nothing to do with me and I step away because I think that if we keep allowing Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. I tell me. Yeah, if we if we keep allowing this to ourselves and to our life, like we're not being true to like we're here as humans with one life and I think that we have to enjoy it and It's not that millennials don't want to work or, you know, that's what a class of, um, not a class, a group of, you know, individuals think that millennials don't want to work. We don't want to work. <laughs> right, we don't want to work for pennies. We don't want your pennies. You can keep it. You can keep the 75 cent raise. Keep your you coins. Can keep it. We want change, <laughs> okay? Yes. That's courtesy of Banksy. Thank I'm going to put up his artwork somewhere. Yes. Keep your coins. We want Change. we want change and you know what that's where we have to go and unfortunately like whatever is happening right now is not working we have the upper hands because we do have technology yes. we know that we don't want what our parents have we want more we actually can't even get what our parents have oh no they had more opportunity the the price of housing <laughs> right 30 years ago was how much for for a, a house i think even my, considering in inflation right like, like even right. what they accounting for what what um, they made what they right. made how much they spent for college tuition it was never what it is now right right i just lost my train of thought it's okay <laughs> no i get it so um mm, i came back see the wine helped <laughs> There's a puppy here, so if you see me touching something, it's the puppy. <laughs> pensions. Let's talk about pensions, right? What is that? That is part of the American dream for um, other, for some individuals, but not us. Pensions don't happen for millennials. They just don't. What do you mean they don't happen? They, they don't. They don't exist in the history of ever. <laughs> like, when can a millennial retire? How can a millennial retire? Do I you mean, know? with our thought, like, I, I don't know how much. How could a millennial in, retire? Oh, when you're 80 years old <laughs> and you're uh, right now, I think, how much is it? Like $1,200 that you get for retirement? If that's, that's for you to pay for housing too. You don't get free housing. But what This about, not, but didn't, I've also heard that like by the time we get to 62 and a half and we can collect that money supposedly not even going to be there. 
our social security money have you heard? look i used to work for a company that did have a 401k at the okay. time i was like oh my god yes yes they they match up to 10 percent. so yes. i took advantage yes. of Go the in. full 10 percent. i don't even know what happened to that mm-hmm. it's probably in the cloud somewhere um but we can find it now <laughs> now i'm like i don't even care about that like that's not something that i'm trying to attain yes. my investments are going to be more tangible i want land i want property i want something that you can't take away from me yes you know and me working my ass off me having to slave for someone else so that there can be a penny or two in the bank for when i'm 65 no i want to live life now now that i'm young now that i have life now that i can move now that i can travel this is when i want to live life i don't want to live life when i'm close to the end no that's not what we're put here to do and for for many people, they think, or many millennials, they think that they have to work these jobs because there's no other choices, but there are choices. And we just have to stick together and expand and broaden our broaden our mind. When you broaden your like you grow. You do. Do you have any other, like, grow quotes, Miss Plant? Oh. <laughs> Ready, set, grow. Ready, set, grow. Let's do this. We're going to grow together and... I think it's a beautiful thing when you can find like-minded individuals who, you know, share the same thoughts as you. Because for years, I thought I was, like, crazy. I'm like, why doesn't this feel right? It just doesn't feel right. My dad would always tell me, oh, you're going to do that? You're going to be a slave for your whole life? And I I, I get it. I get it because it's true. Like, if you don't make, if, if you don't, if you don't make, choices like real choices that are going to benefit your your life someone else is going to make a choice for you and it's not going to be it's not going to be in your best interest i heard a quote from a friend years ago now it's probably been over five years it's like it's so big oh my god what is it (laughs) either either you work for somebody else and build their dream or you build your own Right yeah. when we work for um, these CEOs, these people that are making the buku bucks, we're doing a lot of the legwork. Let's be honest. That's why our backs are broken. <laughs> you were talking. Uh, your your husband was talking about the Kellogg's. What happened with Kellogg's? Oh my gosh, the Kellogg's employees are scheduled seven days a week to make cereal to keep up with the production of cereal who's buying cereal like that do you buy cereal i mean i have maybe two boxes of cereal mm-hmm. and i don't even think kellogg i what do i have up there it's probably kellogg's they're big yeah frosted flakes <laughs> i love frosted, frosted flakes. flakes and and captain crunch oops all all berry <laughs> oh my god frosted. i think they're all kellogg's you're contributing oh to this no. mass exploitation i'm just kidding i'm gonna eat oatmeal <laughs> not kellogg's brand you see, these corporations are making us be healthy. <laughs> For a big bag of sugar, they're exploiting their employees to work, what, seven days a week? And if you're sick, instead of, I, this is, this was what... Who's working? Who's going to these jobs? I don't know who's going I don't to know. these jobs. I don't understand. I don't even know what state it was in, but to have to work six to seven days a week is disgusting to keep a roof over your head you're working all day to come home just to sleep with the roof over your head what are you even you're not even enjoying your home (laughs) you know what's crazy it benefits society as a whole 
for everybody to be happy, for people to have a roof over their heads. Like the homelessness problems, there's so many millions and millions and probably trillions of dollars that get invested into that when it could be easily avoided. The drug addiction, like it's all... People that consume drugs, according to a lot of different studies, I'm going to put some up as reference. If you're consuming a lot of drugs, it's because you have a lot of pain. And if you have a lot of pain, for some reason, it's going to come back to your job. You're not living a fulfilled life. So in society, yeah. like what we have to do as Americans is really try to thrive or strive or have the country really go in an upward trend where everybody's happy. Well, us as humans, we are a unique species because we're the only species who actually has or have a consciousness where we know, you know? where we know we're going to die. You don't think this puppy knows he's going <gasps> to die? Probably not. But you can't really say oh. that. I don't know. I don't know if we're the only ones, Please but think. I know that we're the like, only an- ones. What about, like, well, yeah, I don't know if animals know. That they're gonna die because they're they're sentient. Be- That's another thing. Like they're sentient beings. They feel pain. I'm pretty sure if you stepped on his paw, he would cry. Yes. He feels something. Yes. If he might see a dog die and feel death. Yes. I mean, I yes. Yes. That's a different topic. Will argue in your statement. I <laughs> heard that. Where did I see it? I, I don't. I'm not sure if it was a podcast or if it was in a book that I read. Because I'm like. I have this new thing where I'm reading one book a week. Yay! I have been pretty successful, and I have a lot of books in my arsenal that I've been burning through. So at this point, I'm not sure if I heard that in a book or a podcast, but I will find out where I saw that. Oh, shit. (laughs) He's cute. There's so many many things about the world that we don't know, and you know... There's nothing cooler than just going outside and just seeing... Like, I I own a plant shop, so it's really cool to see how things propagate, how you can make multiple plants from one plant, how each species is different, how you can crossbreed one plant with others. Like, there's so many interesting things about, you know, the world that kind of replicate things that we do in, like, the technology space. And it's just having time to go outside, breathe, fresh air and see how nature works could really benefit us in 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 a lot of ways and i think we should i don't know we should strive to do that because life is short yeah we need to just stop and smell flowers did you have a dog when you worked full-time i did and my husband was in charge of taking care of the dog because i i how could i be out for 12 hours and feed a dog take take the dog for the walks the back you know locked in the house for i I, how how can millennials have kids and work full-time jobs it the math doesn't add up and another thing with kids is the amount of child care the cost not just the amount the cost of child care with how much money we're bringing home it's high it's really high it's crazy i don't have kids because i can't afford it we can't this is our. This is this is my kid. Mine is a little Sheba. He's bad. <laughs> Alrighty. So, do you want to end this podcast? We will be hopefully doing more episodes. We're yes. going to be talking about, you know, 
probably bring in a few people that are thinking or have quit their job. We're going to be talking about other things related. Yeah, just have some fun. Yes, us as millennials. So thanks for joining. Thanks and for joining. Until the next time, Christina and Liz for Millennials on Strike. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>